The Shack is back. Greetings, Koopalings, and welcome back to Nintendo Shack, your weekly dose of Nintendo goodness. I am your host, my name is Donnie, and I'm joined here every week on the PSVG Podcast Network with my girl, Caro. What's happening? What's up? Time to get in the haiku for the week. Let's go. Do it. This weekly haiku goes out to Josh Borboni, our own Josh. Mm-hmm. A bone saw. We we call him bone saw for some reason. So does Josh saw bones, or is there really a saw that's called a bone saw? Hmm. Answer my question. It's from I don't know. It's from Spider Man. See, I don't do Marvel, and the I don't movie. do comics. No, 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 not the not the Marvel one. Or I, I mean, there's multiple movies. It's from the non Marvel movies with Tobey Maguire. Okay, I did watch those as a child. When I say child, like I was in middle school when they came out. Yeah. The, uh, I think it's the first one. I'm not the source in this, but I think it's the first one. Um, he goes to fight like a, like in a cage match. And uh, he is put in the cage against um, Macho Man Randy Savage, whose nickname in the movie is Bonesaw. Oh, so okay. Bonesaw is ready. It's a thing. Oh, man. I miss Macho. Is that, is that where he goes and then his uncle gets killed? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's I remember like all that dressed part. up like in his dumb outfit and mm-hmm. all that. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's where it comes from. Cool stuff. It's Thank cool... you to all of our other patrons as well. Absolutely. Over there at patreon.com slash PSVG, where Caroline has been at work for a couple of weeks on our mail list rewards, yep. which are about to go out soon. Should be finished this weekend. So if you've never thought to give us. Uh, any support over there at patreon.com. Remember, a dollar gets you into the PSVG patron giveaway every month. Sean Capri was our most recent winner. He elected to take the Game Pass out of the box. That means that the sweet, fancy PSVG polo shirt rolls into May as still an option. Who doesn't so want that? He didn't want it. He wanted the Game Pass. I, You know, it hurts a little. That he just was like, I don't want a shirt with you guys, you know? So it hurts a little, but at the same time, I can't fault anybody for not wanting six free months of Game Pass. Yeah. They just gave, they're giving away, um, what's the- $60 worth. No, 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 no. What's the game? It's actually, it's twice that, but what's the, um, oh man, what's the Nintendo Switch game? The Advance Wars game. War Groove. There you go. That's what I needed. They're putting that in Game Pass next week. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I swear to you, I, I tweeted this. Microsoft just watches Nintendo of America in every Nindy presentation they get. They go, that's what we're going to put in Game Pass. <laughs> Somebody get on the phone with those guys. Who makes the Wargroove game? Let's get that in Game Pass. Yep. What, what's the Switch getting? Saints Row? Game Pass today. Put it in Game Pass. I mean, it's like they do that all the time. So anyway, back to the Patreon. Patreon.com slash PSVG. $1 gets you into the giveaway. $1 yeah. gets you the exclusive DLC podcast, which will be coming this weekend, I believe, from Kevin and maybe Kevin's, me. And Kevin's time. What? Josh. How do you get on both? I, I mean, I can do whatever I want, right? <laughs> That's the benefit. Actually, I think there's just a lot of scheduling things going on. So I, I'm, I'm the evergreen. I'm there if needed. If there's a spot that needs to fill, I will fill it. And then... Um, the last, the, the other reward is if you join us at the mailing list level, we have mailing list items coming out soon. We're going to celebrate for E3. So we've got all these fancy stickers that we're about to send yeah. out. We've got some postcards 
that have been designed. So keep an eye out to your mailboxes. We'll have those out there soon. So yeah, there's a lot of a lot of goodness over there at psvg.com slash Patreon. You also get the Battle Pass, which is an exclusive room in the Discord. Get an exclusive Discord role. So where we live every day. Pretty reddish title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that red. I wish I had that red as opposed to our yellow. Oh, now you're now you're also now you're equally hurting my heart. First Sean, then you. Oh, I don't like it. You know, I've never liked yellow, but for some odd reason, I I, like when we started PSVG, like that first logo I did. I chose that yellow. Mm-hmm. I want to say, actually, I, I know I remember why. It looks well. It looks good against black. I won't give you that. I, I like remember that. why now. Because I was building a logo, and they had a limited color options, and the backdrop of the color that I could choose that was yellow was that yellow. So that's mm. the reason I chose that yellow because I didn't know how to make transparent pictures. So I chose that yellow to blend it, and then I've just carried it along. And I gotta say, I gotta say. It's grown on me. PSVG okay. yellow is grown. Actually, the I love our whole like Google-ish color scheme. Yeah, I really wouldn't have liked it any other way. If we were like one solid color, you know, like I kind of like the all color approach. Like we're very mm. rainbowish. I'm a big fan. I like that stuff. I put the colors in order when I did the the logo revamp though, because they were they were out of rainbow order and it bothered me. Mm. So mm. I changed it. It used to be yellow blue red green and then i changed it to yellow red blue green as long as there's representation i like it i like variety there's something for everyone to like it's good stuff We're a very colorful bunch over here at psvg like all the shows got all the different color i love it i love it i gotta say i love it uh caroline let's begin with what we've been playing like we do every week i'd like sure. to start uh go ahead i did play the labo vr experiences that came out the day after we recorded last week so i played breath mm-hmm. of the wild and I played Mario Odyssey. Jack played Breath of the Wild in VR for about an hour and a half. I started to worry wow. that he was going to come out of there cross-eyed or something. Is that where I saw the picture of him lying on the bed with the thing? That was it. Yeah. He just kept playing like that. He likes it. I don't. It's um, <laughs> Children are tolerable of, or more tolerant of other things. You know, it's something like... It's something that they did. I can't tell you it's a good thing. I don't I don't think so, but it's something that they did. Zelda I mean, we knew this. I don't feel like I'm breaking ground here. Like Zelda just does not translate well. It the game already is like a low resolution kind of fuzzy game to mm. begin with in portable mode. Right. And now you just make it worse. And then you put your mm. you put your eyes that close to a magnifying glass over it and just like makes it it's just worse. Mm. Um the only good thing I can say about it is it's neat to, when you shoot an arrow, to, like, look where you want to shoot. Sure. Um, Mario Odyssey is better, better looking, makes a better fit, you know, but they tell you to sit down while you play these things. In both Breath of the Wild and the Mario Odyssey, you need a 360-like field of view. So it's best mm-hmm. to maybe stand or sit in a, a spinning chair. You need to look okay. behind you. Yeah. You need to turn around. You can't do that on a couch or, like, a stationary chair, you know, so you need to move. Um, Mario Odyssey is kind of neat it's basically it's not even as good as I was hoping I was hoping it would be like like the viewfinder type stuff in like 3D world or 3D land mm. I guess it kind of is You're, it's basically the camera is at a fixed location and you just move Mario around you while you look around mm-hmm. so I mean it's like playing it on the TV really except the camera doesn't follow you around it's not really any there's no real VR thing about it so yeah. I don't know 
I mean, it, I'm not sure why they did this. I think maybe they did it just to show developers that it can do kits. or yeah. try it out or maybe get somebody some experience on, you know, developing something VR related without actually having them do. I don't know. I have no idea why they did it, but they did it and it didn't cost us anything. And Jack seems to like it. So I'm not going to whine about it, but uh, I would never play Breath yep. of the Wild like that. It's terrible. Oh, gosh, no. It's a bad experience. But, uh, you know, Odyssey wasn't bad. Odyssey wasn't. I guess there's some. I was hoping, I was hoping the Odyssey levels were going to be kind of designed for that, and I didn't feel that. I only played like the first two, but they felt like just playing Odyssey mm -hmm. again. You yeah, know, like I'm playing Odyssey again, but now the camera doesn't move. I was hoping that they're going to be like I don't know muzzle like muzzle puzzles or like <laughs> blocks like moves you know something from the VR aspect that would add mm -hmm. to it, and there's not. So it's just a little let down. It's a shame. Womp womp. It's just a novelty thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's cool. I wasn't we, blown away when we got the news about it. Anyway, it was just oh, cool. Probably will never use it. Yeah, it's it's not good. And if anybody out there is, I would never. Although I feel like you shouldn't be the person that saw that news and said, "Now I'm going to buy VR." But if you <laughs> were. That was a bad decision. You shouldn't mm -hmm. be doing that. But you shouldn't have been doing that in the first place. Yeah. So if you were the person that was like, Labo VR, Breath of the Wild, now I have to buy it. And you should you should, you should, should listen to Shaq more often. You should join our Discord and come talk to us more often. We'll mm. help you steer clear of we'll that. We'll steer you right. Yeah, yeah. Um, as I mentioned last week on the show, I did spend a lot of the weekend with Yoshi. Mm -hmm. And uh, I played most of the day on Saturday, really. I played a lot. of just kind of sank a lot of time into it. I'm still not done yet. And um, there's a lot of game there. Like, it seems to be like a oh, lot I of know. game. I know. I'm trying not, because I still haven't picked it back up, but I'm trying not to spoil myself. I see people doing these new covers of the music, and I'm like, dang it, I haven't gotten to that level yet, so I don't want to <laughs> listen to it. The kids have been playing. I've been playing. I did dabble. Um, we, we traded the, the, the controller a few times. I did finally reach the world where the Halloween level is. By far my favorite level so far. Oh, see, I haven't gotten there yet. No, Halloween I'm level's like, good. Really excited. I have a shy guy with a, with a scythe who like chases mm -hmm. you. He like swings down. He's on a rope. So it looks Too like a cute. puppet, like a marionette, and he's just like chopping. We had a similar world so in Whirly World, though, didn't we? Where the there was the ghosts and the sheets would go by and yeah. the things would yeah, be yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um trying to i'm actually i'm looking up to see where i am i should have done this before we joined but it's been a long day for me i'm still for reference i'm still in the desert area with like the little buffalo i got a long third way back. gym i want to say some oh wow i've only gotten the first more than halfway through okay. yeah i'm more than halfway through it's a good game um i don't really know what else to say about it i mean it looks amazing it's really good i, I think it's very clever there's a lot of really I'm surprised at some of the, either the mini games or not mini, it's not like Mario Party, but like the little mini activities that you do in a level. And then mm -hmm. some of the platforming and some of the design of the levels, I'm always like a little cleverly just surprised. I'm like, oh, that's witty. You know, that's neat that, you yeah. know, that this level has this kind of mechanic, this type of thing. I didn't realize that they could hide something here, you know, like that type of stuff. It's, I don't know. I don't like, what are we going to say about a 2D platformer anymore? There's so many of them. You a know. 2D platformer in 3D that's really 4D because, well, I wouldn't call it 4D, but it's reversible 3D. Which True. Is 
40 I, implies you're feeling things. I haven't had any issues with the flowers. I have. I am starting to get to the point where I'm feeling like I'm low. I'm like, man, I only have 18 of these left. And then by the time I get to the next gate, like I've got plenty to keep yeah, going. I yeah. have not, I still haven't been stopped from continuing yet. So I'm I still see. enjoying it. And um, yeah, like I said, I don't know what to say about it. It's, it's, it's Yoshi. It's more of the same. It's better. It looks pretty. It's fun to play. It's mm-hmm. definitely better than Kirby. I think it's on par, if better, than Yoshi's Woolly World. Probably okay. the best Yoshi game I've ever played. But, I mean, it's also, you know, it doesn't really do anything, like, shockingly new, you know, to make you go, wow, you've got to play it. Like, there's no there's no yeah. moment that I can share with you that's like, oh, you've got to play it. So I haven't gotten so far into it that I feel that it's better than Woolly World. I still like Woolly World a little bit more, but... Like I said, I've only gone through one gym. I would lean on you and Kevin's opinion here because, to me, in honesty, they both kind of feel the same. Brian told me before we recorded today, he said, you can't blame me this week for not being able to play any video games. Because he has not been playing Breath of the Wild as religiously as he has been. He's been a little bit busy with work. She's walking all over me. What the heck's going on here? Um, so, no, I haven't been playing anything. I've been living vicariously through other streamers and watching their stuff. Um, Brian did play a little bit of Breath of the Wild. He, um, I keep begging him to go to Riju and, and the Gerudo Desert. And he just, you know, in, in practical Brian fashion, just likes to do what I say don't do or opposite so he is probably going to the goron place next he finished the rito world um yeah it's it's just something that i i feel like he's getting a little bit burned out on because he just he feels like he has to go across whenever he comes across a bokoblin camp or anything like that he needs to engage them and i'm like you don't always have to fight these guys you know um but other when than I played that the, game the first time i i did the similar things yeah He's just, he's just, he wants to do everything as a, he immediately sees it. He won't mark things on his map and come back later. Did I ever tell you the, um, so I, I, I dated a girl once. Um, oh, God. In my early I can only tw- imagine what the story's going to be. No, 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 it's fine. I dated a girl once in my early 20s. And she came over to my apartment and we were hanging out where I was making her dinner. And we were playing Super Mario 3. And, I know the story. You've told me this before. Okay. But and, go ahead. And so she, I'm watching her play and she's just jumping over and dodging every enemy on the board. And I'm like, what are you doing? You're playing it wrong. And she's like, you know, you don't have to hit them, right? All you have to do is mm-hmm. get to the end. And mm-hmm. I was, I've always, from that point forward, I've always kind of used that example as like a, it's got to be like a fundamental difference in boys and girls. Yeah. Cause I was like, uh, I'm, what's the fun in this game? You just jump over everything. You don't <laughs> jump on anything. This is dumb. She didn't get any power-ups. She didn't use the fireball. Like, her... It was, like, a pacifist way of playing Mario 3. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that's a... I, I wouldn't play it that way, to be to be quite honest with you, but Breath of the Wild is a little bit different. There's so many of these little camps littered throughout, and it just takes so much time. He's like, I don't know if I've gotten the chest here yet. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, but I'm still biding my time for Porsche. I've been talking to Benji about it. He says he's really loving it, so... I'm really excited about that. Uh, my friend Dylan has been playing Fire Emblem Fates as of, mm. like, he started stream back up today, and he's been doing Fire Emblem, and his Corrin is a boy with red hair, oh, by the way. And I told gosh. him, I said, you're not doing the proper Corrin. There's no male Corrin. 
Yeah, I know. That would make you mad. Anyway, I told him his corn looks stupid. Corn doesn't even deserve to exist. <laughs> Male corn does Just get rid of it. We have a question um, from Dylan about our new Fire Emblem that we might get to tonight. So, okay. uh, Other than that, I've been taking these little paintbrushes and painting my entire wall with a little paintbrush. No, I'm just kidding. These little paintbrushes that are like craft brushes, I just go along the trim and I make sure that everything's straight line. But I have been painting for you guys that are watching the live feed. The gray is on the wall. The dark Nintendo NES gray. It's happening. Um, it's all happening. That's all about it. I'm starting well, my stream back soon. That's good. I know a lot of folks yeah. would be happy to see that. What's your first game that you're going to stream? Uh, well, starting, I'm going to be putting all of these cabinets together for my games and stuff. So it'll be a little bit of just chatting for a couple of streams. If I beat the My Time at Porsche physical release, which is May 14th, I will be playing Yoshi on stream. Cool. We got a we got a drunk drunk cart this this month. I know. We Brian, Brian was talking about that too. Yeah, we're gonna do that. Um, so maybe next week we'll have a date for you. Um, but before we move on to the news, I did finish Box Boy and Box Girl. It's probably yeah. why I didn't finish Yoshi because I was on Steamroll and Yoshi, and then I started playing Box Boy and Box Girl. Mm-hmm. I was actually at the office on my lunch break, and I was like, I'll just do a couple levels, and a couple levels turned into a world, and the world turned into another world, and then when I got home, I was like, I'm just gonna beat it. So I How long did it, it take you? Uh, Five hours? Maybe seven. Okay. That's what I figured. Especially for that many levels, though. That's quite a lot of games. there's 16 worlds, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. 16 worlds, maybe 10 levels in each. And then when you beat the quest as the solo player, you unlock the, the long quibby whatever they're calling that character. Um, <laughs> you can play that solo or you can play co-op. And I tried playing co-op with... Uh, Victoria and she looked incredibly bored and then I tried playing with Melissa and I don't think she has any patience Aww. to put in any like brain effort when she plays games she's like she Wait doesn't a minute, like QC she's just like QC's why why are we why are we thinking this hard um mm-hmm. it's a good game I'm glad it was only ten dollars um I enjoyed playing on the TV this is the first game that really made me think twice about playing with a joy-con I can 100% say that there were huh. times because you know with Box Boy, there are a lot of ways that you can cheese or game the system. You know, because to get your all of your rewards and everything, you have to complete the level using a limited number of boxes. Right. So there's a lot of ways. Like if you're smart about that, you can kind of use like a half a box. You can put your box on the edge of another box, or you can kind of jump and throw it to throw it a little mm-hmm. bit further than you could normally throw it. You know. The Joy-Cons were not letting me do any of that, like, well. I was dying and jumping in and losing, and I was just like, these, the precision is not there. Mm. You know, they're really not. And that's probably the first game where I, I really, truly wanted it. Um, not to say that there aren't other, you know, games with precision, Hollow Knight and all that. You know, I just right. didn't care enough, I guess, to, to really factor that in. But uh, with with this game, I was like, this is actually holding me back. So gotcha. playing at home on the TV with a Pro Controller was a better experience for me and um but it's fun it's it's you know it's box boy like yoshi (laughs) yeah i run out of witty you know innovative things to say about these types of games it's a game (laughs) it's ten dollars it's if you like puzzles um there are times where it makes you or made me feel dumb there are times where i i I click the button you know to get a hint 
That's me and with then, every puzzle game. And then I just see it like right there. I'm like, oh man, it's that was easy. That was dumb. I should have known that. And then there are other times where I got through things, you know, much faster than I wanted to. I gotta say, I was kind of hoping that at the end, the last two or three worlds, that they would kind of use a combination of a lot of things and make the levels. I don't know, hard is the right word, but just make them, you know, make really challenge you to to mm -hmm. explore the space and all of the things that you learn all the way. Because the power-ups are good. You throw blocks, pound them into the ground, you know, all of this kind of motion physics and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. The good good stuff, I didn't really see that. By the time I got to the end, like the last, the ending kind of felt like a breeze. And I, that's just the one thing that I came away from. I was like, man, not, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I had fun. I beat the game. Yeah, but uh, I was thinking that I was like, man, it would have been really fun to have. You know, I don't want super hard, frustrating game, but at least require me to do all of the use all the power ups every level or something like that. And right. There's a little bit of that, but not really. But I also wonder after, I and mean, this is the fourth game in the installment. I'm wondering like, how much more can you do? Yeah, you know, the box best stuff, box there's boy. A, there's only so many things you can do with block puzzles. Well, there's, there's only a certain amount of things you can do with the 2D box thing. Maybe if they decided to do a minimalist 3D That's box. just Pushmo. <laughs> I know it is, but at the same time, you, if they wanted to expand, or they could have a backwards thing, like that you can do the flip side, like a Yoshi. I don't know. Sure, sure, sure. And uh, I was going to say, there's these levels where you basically put Box Boy in motion and you can't move. So, you know, you're sliding around. The whole thing is to basically use your boxes to push you into certain areas. Like those Zelda block puzzles where you've got to throw the block against the other block to stop it, to throw it to the next right. one. So, yeah, it's, there's a lot of that. Like uh, Mario Rabbits had a lot of that stuff in there. There's a whole world dedicated to that. So if you didn't like that, um, there's a world in there. There's 10 levels or so in there. But it's, it's good stuff. I enjoyed it. I'm glad it came. And um, yeah. I beat the solo, and I don't know if I'll beat the long one. And I doubt I'll find anybody to play co-op with. But 10 bucks, you know, can't go wrong good good solid nice. game looks beautiful i like all the minimalist color stuff that it does it's cool it does very minimalist color <laughs> unfortunately well the last world is all kinds of color the purple and green and right i i, I, really I levels it. it up yeah, but really missed opportunities to incorporate amiibo i was talking with chris about that in the discord there's really no amiibo integration at all and the customization is probably better than it's ever been but it works off the same mechanic that Yoshi does. So you turn your medals into a little bump, gumball machine. You spin it, and it just gives you something randomly. I see. Like, let me scan well, gotcha. some Amiibo. You know, like, yeah. like, like on 3DS. They, have let me... amiibo... yes. they had Amiibo compatibility with the Box Boy 3 because yep. they made the Box Boy Amiibo. You could do, like, Kirby, and he'd be Pink Box Boy and things like that. Mm -hmm. And this one, I did all kinds of stuff. I had a Zombie Box Boy, a Backwards Cap. I had a Monocle, and I had, you know, Tongue Out. And, like, there, you can do your your mouth, your eyes, your hat, the and monocle then the Monocle would be so cute. Oh, oh my it, God. Yeah, I made some incredibly awesome-looking Box Boys. But it would have been fun to splash a little Nintendo in there somewhere and they didn't really do it and it's just kind of mm. it's just kind of a, sh a shame oh well I would like Pokemon Box Boy oh it'd just be Quest right but more Box Boy versus that auto run game that would have been fun or at least that would have been some cool you know costumes or something to done if you could have sure. done Box Boy Pikachu that would have been sweet yep. anyway anyway let's get on with the news I'll start, as we mentioned last uh, in our show last week, Nintendo did have their annual investors meeting. The Prez did come out and provide us with all kinds of great factoids about 
Switch sales and game sales. And look, I'm going to summarize it. They sold a lot of stuff, right? They sold tons of games. They have a very high attach rate. They've made a lot of money. Nintendo's doing great. Best year that they've done since 2009, pretty sure they said. Mm-hmm. So best year in 10 years. So they're doing fantastic. Yeah. Um, some noteworthy things. Almost 10 million Nintendo Switch Online subscribers. That's quite a lot. That's a third of the users. It's a yeah. third of active consoles. You've you got to think, think about- Nintendo's got to be really happy with that. Yeah, kiddos are not gonna particularly like young children are not mm-hmm. gonna are not gonna want it or sure. need it. Um, almost thirty five million Nintendo Switch units have been sold. That's uh, bypassed uh, the sixty four, and I guess the next Already? one up would be the Super Nintendo. They still got a little ways to go before they get to the Super Nintendo, but yeah, they've outsold the sixty four. Oh my gosh! So the Switch is a, is a In success. Two years, which we already knew, but yeah a success they're doing well the one that grabbed all the headlines and the one that made yeah. all the, the buzz the next day furukawa announced that they have they will have their normal direct at e3 they have no plans to announce new hardware at that event that leads me to believe that they're going to be announcing it sometime this month <laughs> i think they're going to be doing it before e3 that's what we were talking about, right? Yeah. If we're going to launch it, I, I don't think you can produce them. So if it's going to launch with Mario Maker and it's going to launch in June, mm-hmm. then we're going to hear about it soon, like next week. Soon. Like, like, yeah, within the soon, week. Soon, soon. If they're not, then I don't think it's coming out in June. I think it's coming out in the fall, which would be yeah. interesting because why aren't they not? Why, are, why wouldn't they take the opportunity to announce at E3? Speaking of E3, so the week after next is psvg pre e3 week so the way we've done this in the past so psvg has been going on three or four years now so typically what we do is we all rotate through the psvg podcast so i have like nintendo week playstation week xbox week and third party week so i talked to kevin instead of doing that i think this year i don't even think this is what we're gonna do this year that week is going to be e3 week on the psvg podcast network so we're going to do a E3 theme show, PSXP, Board with Video Games, mm-hmm. PSVG Prime, Empire is going to drop that week. We're going to do everything. Stadia is going to drop that week. Everything is going to be E3 related. So if you've got questions, you want to hear predictions, you want to talk about the future, you want to game up some rumors, that's when we're going to do it. So we're saving everything yep. for then. So I, so yeah, I just want to get that out of the way. So yeah, no, Sweet. no mini switch at E3. So maybe it's there before E3. I, I would I have loved it, if he said that and it came out the next day. Yeah, within the next. Two I would have loved I it if he we'll said something like that afternoon. They dropped a YouTube trailer. I, I mean, it would have so just funny. been amazing. He's like, the we're not doing E3 because we're the doing it today. Troll. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Great. That'd be great. Um, do you think we're getting it in June? Uh, I've heard a lot of things that point to June. Which, late June, early July at least, which is surprising that, you know, you said something last week about there being production and that people are saying that they're, they're, I can't believe that it hasn't been leaked if that's the case. Uh, Then another part of me is wondering, maybe we, I don't know, because see, I'm seeing Animal Crossing at E3, like it has to happen, right? Animal Crossing E3, it's just- for sure. That's okay, not so a, that's not in question. But I'm thinking, you know, to get people on board with this cheaper model, and those are going to be the collectible ones, you know, like the DSs were 
where you have the Animal Crossing one. They're probably, yeah, they might bundle an Animal Crossing one with that. Now, why wouldn't they announce that at E3? Which concerns me because then that means Animal Crossing. I think Animal Crossing is still going to be a September release. But that aside, I I don't know. I I think that that's the very Nintendo thing to do. We're not talking about it at E3, but we're going to drop a direct a week before E3. So we really didn't talk about it at E3, but we basically talked about it at E3. Hmm. I've got so many they thoughts. Did that, they did that for Pokemon Yep. a week before E3 this past year. So the interesting Quest. thing about that is Pokemon, the Pokemon company, likes they don't like to be included in Nintendo's... I know. They like to do their own thing. They like to be have their own stage. Now, is it possible that they announce the mini with Pokemon? But that would be weird if they launched it in June. See, here's I ultimately I don't think it's coming in June. What we have is the New York Times has stated that sources in production have said that it's coming. I don't think it's in manufacturing because I think it would have leaked by now. Personally, personally, I know there's reports out there that it is, and I'm happy to be proven wrong. But I, if it was in manufacturing for a June launch, I think we would have seen it by now. Honestly, you're talking yeah. 60 days away from it reaching store shelves. We would have seen a box. We would have seen an advertisement. We would have seen all something. I can think about, a price, all I can think a about skew. <laughs> we would have seen it. For people that watch Better Call Saul, I can think about is Gus hiding all of the guys that are building his meth lab underground. And they're like from Germany. And he hides them for like a year. And they're not allowed to go outside <laughs> and see the world. They're not allowed to talk to other people outside. I'm like, maybe Nintendo's holding those people hostage. But I could see <laughs> I could see it announced in June. I could see one being announced with Pokemon, and I could see it launching in the fall mm-hmm. with Animal Crossing and all the other stuff. But I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm, to be honest with you, I don't know. <laughs> That's ultimately what I know is I don't know. But I think if it yeah. was launching in June, if it was going to hit store shelves in June, I think we would have seen it by now. I also think it's weird that you would launch it in June. I think it's just a little off. It doesn't. It, it doesn't seems feel more. Of a, it seems right, more right of a now. holiday for me. Yeah, it well, doesn't I mean, feel like a good fit right now. People are, this is going to be doorbuster for like Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Christmas this year, I would think. And what we already know, I don't want to talk too much about our E3 topics, but what we already know about this year's lineup is that it's very heavily towards the portable market. These are the portable, must have Pokemon, mainline, new franchise, Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Yep. These are portable games. Mm-hmm. You would want to launch them with that more than Mario Maker. Not saying they won't have it. Just saying mm-hmm. it doesn't make it, it doesn't seem to fit all that well. But they could do it. They could still do it. Who knows? We could come out tomorrow, and we they really have, have like the video six weeks up before and, E3 still. It's but that's the I'm, thing. It's like it's really fast. People don't realize it's like right around the corner. We're six weeks out from E3. We're eight I weeks know, out from Mario Maker. I mean, like stuff is stuff is coming. Things are the engines are beginning to rev. You want to grab the next one? Yeah, man. Let's go. <clears throat> Hold on a second. All right. So that 3DS, you remember that 3DS? Mm-hmm. Like, it's been a while, a little bit of a while. For you maybe. Kirby's I played extra- Mario Golf the other day. Did you really? Look I at did. that! That is so cute. Where I did you get did. that? Oh man, that's adorable. I had these for a while. You know, I went through that phase after I got this, where I bought yeah, ten that, or so plates. Those face plates are adorable. Oh, they're great. I got to get that theme, by the way, the Animal Crossing theme. Yes, I have to download it too. Um, anyway. We're talking about Donnie's 3DS if people aren't watching live. <laughs> um, 
there's no new 3ds games coming out guys it's pretty much over and done with the last the last 3ds game that we got first party from nintendo was a port kirby's extra epic yarn i believe that came out late february early march was it early march and the only other notable release that's coming out this year is the persona q2 um localization coming this year that's it makes you wonder why they're still bringing that out a little bit what q2 yeah i mean why like it just seems like you're sitting out there to die at this point people people in the west want it some people will i don't know how many people are going to want it on 3ds anymore i feel like the time for that was last year they seem to be a year late on this. One. I agree, but localization takes a while. It does, especially, especially for, for Sony game. Especially for Atlas. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So. so, I mean, when they asked the president this about 3DS, he said, we have no, we have nothing, nothing to report. They didn't mention 3DS. They didn't say it. It's, it's now in that Sony Vita territory where they're not even, they're not even thinking about it. It's it done. Quietly got put in a trailer and taken to pasture one night that we had no idea when it happened. One day we should do some sort of remembering 3DS episode topic. Absolutely. Because I think we have tons to talk about. Our um, top 10 3DS games. And- I love, love, love the little console. My first portable console really got me into the whole portable thing. And it's got an amazing library. And one thing that I have mentioned in the past that I feel like these companies don't take advantage of for a reason unknown to me. Why don't they take 3DSs that they have? Load them up with games. Treat them like the classic consoles. Sell them with an instant library. Put mm-hmm. all the Mario and Zeldas on it. And then we've sell, talked about that and before. Sell that for cheap. Sell mm-hmm. it for a hundred bucks. Like just sell them to get rid of them. No money's. Yeah. I mean, some money's better than no money. Right? Sure. Why don't I don't like at the end of this life cycle? I don't understand why they don't. Why these companies don't do this? Uh-huh. Vita, PlayStation Three, Wii U. Go out with the bang. Wii U. Just put all the games on it and sell that. Why aren't you doing it? Because people would buy it. Yeah. (laughs) The games would sell it. Um, You've got all these 2DSs and these 2DS XLs and these 3DSs. Man, just, I'm telling you, just grab 20 games. Could you imagine the box art? Grab 20 games, (laughs) Mario Golf, Animal Crossing, Fire Emblem, Zeldas, Mario's, Box boy, put them all together, put them all in the box, and sell it for a hundred bucks. I agree. I People will buy it for idea. their kids. It's like the classic console. Throw the SNES mm-hmm. games on there, you know. Throw in some NES classics. Like I'm just load that thing up with a ton of software and yeah. sell it. Keep selling it. Um, it's worth mentioning that 3DS actually sold well. I think it sold like a million units last year as like as a console. A ton. And there's and the reason why they didn't say it's dead and it's gone because they're they're looking forward to selling another million of them this fall. Because uh, what <laughs> yeah. 3DS has become is the cheap kid option. Mm-hmm. 80 bucks, you get it in some games and you sell it. But um, I just feel like there's an opportunity with 3DS to get people on board with a Fire Emblem. Uh, sure. Something they may have never seen before. But you got to get them to try I recommend it. people try some games on the 3DS before but they I can understand how some, especially casual Gamers or new gamers, young kids would be very intimidated by a fire sure. emblem or even an Animal Crossing. You got to get it sure. in their hands first. And but if you do that, you could be building a future customer. I don't. I don't. I would love to. I would love a financial person to tell me why they don't do it. Because I just I don't get it. I don't get I don't it. Know. I would do it. But uh, yeah, the 3ds. What a great console you have been. Twenty what eleven to twenty 
in 2019? Rip? Late 2011, yeah. That's almost 10 years. 10-year life cycle. 10 years. Basically 10 years. That's insane. We've got to do an episode. We have to just do an episode. Um, Forza Street could be headed to Nintendo Switch. This comes to us from AR12 Gaming. They claim to have source codes. They claim to have source code, which they have. The pictures, it's on Thorot and Windows Central and all that. All these people Mm -hmm. are picking it up. Um, Basically, they're saying that this is source code for the game, and it says Nintendo Switch device ID no more than, or I mean, no fewer fewer than eight times in that thing. So it looks like, I mean, as somebody who codes, as somebody who looks at at code, it's code. I mean, it looks like code. It's not like some made-up thing. Like, it looks like code that you would expect Mm -hmm. in an API of some sort. So... I don't know. I think it makes a lot of sense. We've been talking about the type of games that Microsoft could bring. They happen to have a mobile game. Do you know anything about this game at all? I know it's a racing game. It is a racing game. So I think it was called like Miami Vice or Pulse or something like that. So Microsoft made a mobile racing game. Yeah. They launched it or they didn't maybe baited it. Wasn't going well. They re- I remember this. I they remember rebranded this it as they rebranded Forza. it to Forza. I know. I remember this now. And they I didn't realize that Forza was the same stuff game in though. there. And now they're they've released it on PC. It's coming to mobile. It's a mobile game. Mm-hmm. This makes sense. Switch has an open market for a racing game. It has name brand appeal. It could come um, at E3. It mm-hmm. appeals to a casual market. If Xbox wants to continue this cross pollination especially if it arrives with xbox live i don't see anything wrong here it makes a lot of sense i think it would be hands down the best simulation somewhat realistic wannabe realistic racer on switch on switch yes and i haven't even played it and i think you know (laughs) um that's that i'm saying that from what uh josh has told us in discord about the game because he has Mm -hmm. it on pc and what i've seen from it i jokingly uh went out and tweeted our our buddy nintendo guru and I was like, I really hope this is true, just so I can tell him that Switch's Forza is just actually Forza. Because <laughs> 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 um, uh, oh, he was he was into the Gear Club game that came out a while back. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he called that Switch's Forza. And Switch I was like, Forza. that is not Forza. <laughs> no. And to be fair, this isn't Forza either. No, not, not, not by not a long shot. It's a mobile game. You play little races, you upgrade. It's got mm-hmm. microtransactions. There's nothing like Forza, actually. Um, but it's very it's interesting. interesting. Yeah. I wonder if they'll have, if it's just a Switch thing, or it sounds like there's going to be cross between mobile and... Yeah. Um, yeah. If they're, they're finding that code and other stuff. Yeah. It would be interesting. Um, Caroline, I've got a list of games that we can look forward to in May, but before I read them down, what games are you planning on playing in May? My time at Porsche is physically coming out on the 14th. It's already come out, but I have not picked it up. It came out on April 16th. So uh, that's not on your list because it already came out. But that is a game that I'm definitely going to get. Um, I have thought about Team Sonic Racing, but it's just mm. not. It's just not. It's not the same. After seeing the Sonic trailer, I don't want to give Sega any more of my money. Really? really you thought don't. it was that bad? It's not bad. I didn't mind it, but I'm also crapping on my I'm, childhood. I'm not a Sonic fan, so I don't really care. I'm it one of those like a, Genesis uh, 2D uh, side-scrolling elitists. So it seemed like anything. a licensed movie, you know. 
God, Detective Pikachu got everything right. Cash grab would be the word that right. Kevin could use, but... Yes, but this one is just... But you, come on, you have to think that whoever Detective Pikachu has a big budget. the design, though, is just... Ugh. Ugh. Jack didn't seem this, this is Paramount. Come on. <laughs> All right, so Team Sonic Racing comes out on the 21st. That mm-hmm. one you, ha- you, you had some interest in. I lost because it was Sonic, but I yeah. lost all interest in that game when they didn't have cars and boats. I mean, I'm sorry, boats you mean and planes. planes and boats. Planes yeah. and boats. It's just. Car I remember game. you saying that. It's just car game. Why wouldn't you just play yep. Mario Kart? Just play Mario Kart. Drunk Kart instead. We should <laughs> do it the 21st. What day is that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh! Do it the day you know Team Sonic Racing I think comes it's, out. I think it's a Friday. There you go. Drunk Kart night. Oh, no, it's the not. 21st. It's not. I'm sorry. It's, it's a Tuesday. Oh, never mind. I can't be doing that on Tuesday. Don't. All right. I'm not uh, paying any money for that. <laughs> the Starlink DLC is out. Now, I still need to play Starlink, so I will eventually get the DLC just because I want to experience all the Star Fox stuff. Shakedown Hawaii comes out on the 7th. That is a game, a game that I will be buying and playing. Yep. For I sure. Know you guys have all been talking about it for years. <laughs> the same day, Puyo Puyo Champions comes out. So if you didn't, I mean, if you needed more Puyo Puyo in your life. <laughs> This is esports Puyo Puyo for the real oh, Puyo Oh, my players. lord. The Tetris Battle Royale game? Yeah. I have no real interest in this. <laughs> like, at face value, I'm like, oh, this sounds I've never been terrifying. able to pick up Puyo Puyo. I, every time I play it, it's just, I I don't know. There's something, there's some extra mechanic to Puyo Puyo that just makes it a little bit more difficult to me than regular Tetris. Hmm. Saints Row the Third drops on the 10th. Now, I did reach mm-hmm. out to them on Twitter. They're saying that all of the vignettes that they've been posting on their YouTube this week, and they have some live streams planned for next week, they're saying mm-hmm. all of that stuff is Switch footage. So you take them at their word. They said, hey, oh. that's all. That's what it looks like. That's Switch footage. And we capture that off the dock. So it looks good. It looks fine. I mean, it looks like it did. So it doesn't look bad. But, you know, it looks right. Sniper Elite V2 Remaster comes on the 14th. Same day as Redout. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Redout was originally a Switch launch title. Mm-hmm. It sure was. Wow. And I haven't heard mm-hmm. about it, and it comes out in the next two weeks. It's literally been two months and two, or two years and two months. Bubsy. Paul's on fire <sighs> comes out on the 14th. No. I, I don't really know why. I don't even have a good, like, I am a, a, I am discriminatory against Bubsy. I just don't like Bubsy. I don't like I'm not, games. I'm, I don't like I'm stuff he's in. Either. It's I don't just, like the mascot. I just don't like him. Yeah, the mascot is kind of creepy to me. Now, mm. I feel the same way about Conquer, and I know that's a very, very unpopular I like opinion. Conquer, yeah. A lot of people awesome. love Conquer, but <laughs> Conquer to me just terrified me at that age, so I think it's just stuck with me. I do not like Bubsy. Castlevania's anniversary collection comes on the 16th. Are you going to get that? Thinking about getting it? You know, it's one of those things that if I want that that one does have the three original Castlevanias and Super Castlevania for it also has Kid Dracula, which has never dropped here. Oh, that's right. That's the one thing that I'm almost intrigued to buy it, but mm. it if I ultimately I feel like I'd pay it's 20 bucks, right? 19.99. I don't even know if I would play Kid Dracula though. The my the the Castlevania that you should play out of that group is Super Castlevania. Yeah, and the other ones and are not. I've already like I've got Super Nintendo Classic, sure. and you've got it at You're your fingertips. Smart. If, You're if you smart. Want that one. That's the smart thing to say. It's a smart, wise, patient approach. It's a shame that they didn't include several other games. 
Yeah. You know, all the GBA like games. Symphony of the Night. Symphony give, of the Night. Like, there's a lot of stuff here stuff. that's not on here. Especially, they just remastered it. Um, Resident Evil Zero, Resident Evil, Resident Evil 4 HD come out on the 20th. The collection comes on the 21st. Shaking your head no on zombie game. I don't do creepy stuff. Those are great games. Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered comes on 21st. Now, I gotta tell you, somebody who played the remastered version on Xbox, don't get this on Switch. Wasn't that great on Xbox? Can't be any good on is Switch. Is this the um, Assassin's Creed 3? This is the, the Patriot one. American Revolution yeah, one? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep, exactly. And it was not... I did not have a super fun time. It's like a lot of not load like times. It. It's not... It is the same game made prettier. But oh. they didn't really rework anything. They're like, nothing's... There's no like real quality of life improvements, really. I think Brian would like that game, though. Brian it's, loves anything history. For the first time, I do enjoy the world. I wish they spent more time letting you enjoy it. I mean, I think a lot of people probably feel that way. You know, but this is an Assassin's Creed from a different era. You know, it's a very linear game, and they're all open world. Like, this is kind of them transitioning away from that. And I think that's why everybody right. liked 4. Um, I would love to see them go back to the time and make a new game. That would what be was four? That was the pirate Assassin's Creed okay. pirate game. Where you did and then the, the most the recent sale. one has been Odyssey. Odyssey. Okay. Odyssey's fantastic. I'm, I know everybody's. I may get the deals. I may get the expansion pass and re-download it because I and I definitely love what I played. It's a just. It's a lot. That's the. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I felt like I was going to play that game for eight months and nothing else. Like it's Persona. Right. It's Skyrim. It's a huge. You've got to invest. You can't just. Right. You can't dabble with it. It requires your commitment. And then I put this game on the list because, to be honest with you, I put I thought this was hashtag Caro game. Sword Art Online Hollow Realization I'm, comes out on the 24th. Sword Art Online, I never got into the anime, so I just don't think that I would enjoy the games. It was a manga and an anime first, and then it became some games, I believe. So I just don't think that, that it's a series that interests me. So, I, I I mean, I read the little blurb about this. So this one is interesting because it's it's an MMO, but it's single player. Right. It's single player MMO party thing. And you, like, live in the whole world and you have the party. I mean, it looked very Xeno-ish, Final Fantasy-ish. I mean, it looks Sounds looks exactly good. like the anime. Vesperia-ish. Like, it looked good. I don't know. Yeah. It just doesn't interest me. I know. It, 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 but it's based off of an anime. That's why it looks like that. All right. So that's the news for the week. And uh, let's get a couple questions. So we will open up the mailbag and we'll get our Shaq questions direct. Direct. From you. Um, the first one I actually got last week, but we held on to it. So Caroline, uh, my friend Brandon from work wants to know, why does Nintendo re-release and remaster lots of Zelda games and not Mario games? I've thought about this all week ever since we talked about it. <laughs> it's a good it. question, isn't it? I even asked Brian, I said, did you know that, like, have you thought about the fact that there's Mario games that are never remastered, but we get Zelda remasters all the time? He's like, yeah, what about it? I was like, it's just weird. It's just weird. Um, you know, I originally said maybe Aonuma is more willing to let his stuff be... When did Al Numa take over Zelda stuff? Because Miyamoto was doing it in the beginning pretty much single-handedly. That's and a really I can't good remember question that I feel like I, I should know. I want to say Twilight Princess. I, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking definitely because I know Miyamoto had a hand in Twilight Princess. He shows Miyamoto, up on the E3 stage in 2004. Miyamoto had a heavy hand in, in Ocarina, right? Like, I don't think he was back then. I mean, in I'm fact, not exactly sure. 
but the, but yeah, that that shoots holes in my theory of Aonuma is more willing because Miyamoto had more hands in, in Ocarina and Majora's and Link's Awakening than we did, or, or Aonuma no, did to this director, day. he's director Ocarina of Time. Who? So I'm off. A.J. Aonuma. Really? Yep. Director of Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Wind Waker, everything. Everything since Ocarina of Time. He did. All right, uh, so. He started with NES Tournament Golf. He did a couple sports games and then somehow got put on right, Zelda. Well, <laughs> what like about Link's promotion. Awakening then? Can you consider a link between worlds a, a remake? remake? I would. It's it's I, new and it's I different, though. But it's it's this it's it's the same. It is the same, but at the same time, it's also it comes it's, after. No, in I'm with line. you. I mean, I I mean, it's not a one for one remake. Sure, I see. So, like the definition remake doesn't sit, but I understand if you were like if you were trying to say is it a new game or a remake, I would lean more remake because it's the same it's just what like a different story a couple different characters a couple new lyrics a new mechanic but it basically is see, the same so look up link's awakening because i'm i'm curious to see if if miyamoto was the lead on that because i don't think he was i think his last one was link to the past if that's the case maybe Aonuma is more uh flexible or or more willing to bend to having his uh games recreated hmm. or updated and Miyamoto is more of a... Tezuka did um, Link's Awakening. That's right. Takashi Tezuka. Yeah, that's my, that's my theory. Okay. Aonuma. I'm interested in your theory. Your theory is interesting only because I think it's interesting that you think a director or a producer has that much say in something like that. Because I don't think they do at all. Nintendo is a company that answers to a board, who answers to a president, who has to appeal to investors. That's way out of their hands, I would imagine. I would imagine the president says, hey, we need to sell X and you're going to make it. All know. right. Here's my second theory then. We get a Mario game way more frequently than we get a Zelda game. Aha. So I, I have a few reasons here why I think I can answer Brandon's question. And like you, I thought about it for a while. It's really why we didn't address it last week because I thought I needed to sink on some time because it's a great question. Oh, um, uh, yeah. All right. So here, here are the things that I brought up. I've got mm, three or four points to make. My first point is Zelda fans versus Mario fans. We're talking about two completely different, I mean, there's overlap, oh, yeah. of course, but we're talking about two very distinctly different groups of consumer, I believe. Now, I think a lot of Zelda fans are also Mario fans, sure. but I'm talking about global market. Mario is younger gamers, it's entry-level players, it's a casual mass market approach. So you have a lot of those people, right? Zelda players are typically teens, mature gamers, modern gamers. They grew up with it. A lot of them stick with the franchise. Like Zelda has never been the gigantic seller that many of Nintendo's IP is, but Zelda is a consistent seller. And I that's why they always want to sell you a loyalty thing. It is a loyalty Absolutely. thing. Every, what do I, what's the moniker I always say on Shaq? Every year Nintendo wants to sell you Mario game Mario and, and a Zelda, Zelda game because there are Zelda fans that will buy anything Zelda and there are Mario fans that will just buy anything Mario like that's their IP that's their franchise yeah. all right so those are the consumers the other factor that I thought might play into this is the time that it takes to make a Zelda game versus a Mario game mm -hmm. this factor proves more true when you factor in 
how many spin-offs and side shoots Mario gets. Mario gets, yep. So you have Mario games, you've got Mario Virtual Console, you've got Mario Tennis, Mario Golf, Mario Kart, Mario Smash, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, like Mario... All us Zelda kids get is Link's crossbow training and Hyrule Warriors. Right, so you think about it, with Link, these games take five, six years to develop. Yes. So, But with Mario... You get something with Mario every year. So if you're thinking about it from a product stance, if I'm putting on my analyst hat, you can't remake you can't make a new Zelda game for folks to buy, but you can remaster one that you know they will Correct. buy. But why would you remaster a Mario game when you probably have a brand new one on the way? Because they release what every year. I mean, typically yeah. there's a new Mario game every year. Whether it's big or small. Mario is a featured character in a video game release every year. Absolutely. Plus, if you look at Mario's sales numbers, well, one, it's always... there's, there's a few things you have to actually, really, if you look at Mario's sales numbers, because one, there's some skews. All of the old ones, because of the amount of times they've been re-released and made of a virtual console, the numbers are astronomical. Like Mario, Super Mario World has sold like 50 million copies, right? Right. Throw that out. Even though that's a part of this, right? They can always just put that up. That's perfect. Why would you need to remake it? It's perfect the way it is. Basically throw anything that we had out because it sold so many units, like all the numbers don't make any oh, sense. Oh, yeah. If you look at the other 3D Marios outside of those, so Galaxy, Sunshine, 3D World, 3D Land, Odyssey, even though Odyssey New is Super kind Mario of standout, Bros. New Super Mario Bros., Super Bros. U, Odyssey is like the best performing one of the bunch, and that's saying a lot. Odyssey is like 14 million, where a lot of them are... Five, mm-hmm. six million. And if you look at the ones that were re-released, like Super Mario Bros. U, that was re-released for Switch. I mean, I know it's newer, but it didn't like but it, set the world it, on fire either. Right, right. Whereas you released right. Wind Waker HD, 10 million people buy it. <laughs> because those are the same 10 million people that buy everything you put Zelda on the front. Yes. There's a loyal customer there. Like, you know what you're getting it's in me. return from I that. I mean, like, yeah, it, I don't know what it is about us, but... Anything with the red Z is just like gold. It might as well be gold. I mean... And and I have to have it. I don't get rid of my Zelda games. I get rid of all kinds of games and I bought them and I rebuy them. You've seen me. Everybody has seen me. I don't get rid of my Zelda games. I yeah, didn't have a have, Wii U for a year and a half and I still had a copy of Wind Waker. I have more <laughs> Zelda stuff than anything else. Yeah. You hear about how big I am in Animal Crossing. Tenfold that for Zelda. Like tenfold yeah so while i do think there there would be a market to do an hd version of sunshine and sell it i question how big that market really truly is and then if the effort's worth it because we have mario maker we had mario bros u deluxe we had odyssey there will be another mario game next year they can do mario golf and then they can do another thing I don't feel like I need to buy the Mario games as they come out because I know they're always going to be there and I know another one's going to be on the way just, you know, that'll whet my appetite just as much. There's small Mario and Amiibo friends. There's all kinds of little things like that. I forgot about that. That was just eShop only. Right. And there's a (laughs) bunch of those. If you go on 3DS and you type in Mario, there's like 50 things to choose from. We need a new Mario versus Donkey Kong game. We haven't had those in a while. I would love to see them just make 
like a new Donkey Kong, like Mario Donkey Kong game, like like that. Yeah, like a new arcade that would be cool, like some new stuff, some new power ups, and they release it on the eShop for a budget price. I love those, but Doctor Mario, like that's the thing. There's none of that for Zelda. They're spinoff franchises, but they're still Zelda games. Like they're marketed and released in time in window as Zelda games. Which is why, I mean, I'm very interested to see what this new Zelda game is that we're supposed to be getting next year. Because Maybe it's got to be some sort of sp- Well, I mean, we are getting, take. we're getting Cadence of Hyrule, which is see, that's, a spinoff. That's like, but that's like the first. I think that's why people are so excited about that's, it. They're like, that's why, that's what I'm saying. Can you imagine if we had not had Hyrule Warriors in the span that it took from Skyward Sword Yep. To Breath of the Wild. Yep. I would have lost my mind. And somewhere Metroid fans are just crying. I know. <laughs> but Metroid doesn't Metroid just doesn't sell. I mean, I I get it. I, I like it and it's a good game, but that's the problem with Metroid is when you when you really track Metroid sales, Mitch. it just doesn't move the units like they want it to. It's an yeah. awesome game, but it's it doesn't do business like a Zelda game. So it doesn't get Zelda treatment. I think Mario drives based on an a cartoony aesthetic and Zelda drives on a Tolkien-esque fantasy aesthetic. There's a lot of nerds that are into Tolkien and Lord of the Rings and, and stuff like that, that are just as like, it's got that same feeling to me. I think Zelda, I'm going to try to word this correctly so I don't get lambasted on Twitter. I mean, Zelda is Nintendo's, big game it's their like big real gamer game you know like you you play tons of video games this Mm -hmm. is your game breath of the wild was huge because it hit that's the type of market mario's friend mario moves units mario gets into six-year-old's hands Zelda can't do that you can't like i can't give jack twilight princess he's not ready he needs to play a lot of Mario games first. Hey, if he's beaten two Breath of the Wild bosses, he's ready for Twilight. Mm, not for Twilight. Those 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 dungeons are far harder than a Divine Beast. Far more. They're not nearly as open or as... Uh, Talking as, about bosses. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. He's getting there. I agree with you. He's getting there. But he's still not ready. You know, like the amount of, n- like, just... Knowledge isn't the right word. Understanding awareness that it takes to navigate like Wind Waker is a, it's a mature level. Sure. You know, but those people that are into it, buy the crap out of those games. That's not a Nintendo thing. Buy the crap out of all these single player narrative based campaign games with any type of lore, mm-hmm. you know, the, all of it. So yeah, that was anyway, long story short, getting back to the question. That's my only response because, uh, I do think if they remade a couple they, they could take a few of the Mario legacy. I would totally buy Galaxy HD in a heartbeat. I would buy Super Mario Sunshine HD. I think give it the bloom effect from Wind Waker HD. It would be very perfect. pretty. I don't know how much I want to go back and replay that game. People people knock it. They don't like it, and they thought that it was a I little liked too it. difficult to play. I just didn't think it was like <laughs> Pachinko great. Machine. Um, I just, I, I don't... Super Mario 64, I would play. But they've re- they remade it. Yep. In 3DS. Or on DS. DS. It's a shame they didn't 
truly and that's another thing it's like it's a shame they didn't truly remake it you know like they should really remake 64 64 should be done correctly but then the question is why would you spend the time doing that you just make the next odyssey or the next just make the next one they threw us a bone in odyssey that instead of remaking 64 they basically gave us 64 in that kind of world kind of the end of the game that was beautiful and i would love an entire game just like that just do 64 totally just like it was in that engine Yep. <laughs> I'd buy that in a heartbeat. Great. I think a lot of, and that, that's what I'm saying. The interesting thing is that the Zelda fans, the Zelda customer is really Nintendo's diehard day one customer. They're there. They bought a Wii yeah. U. They bought a Switch. Like they're there, and they're there for Zelda. But they'll buy Mario. That's not necessarily the other way around with the Mario fans. And I do wonder yeah. if Nintendo made as many remakes on the Mario series how they would perform shift Mm -hmm. because i think that i think that customer would go i already played that game they don't Mm -hmm. look at it like the zelda fan because the diehard zelda fan is like i want to replay that game again (laughs) you know i totally want to replay wind waker hd (laughs) i want to replay every single one of them which is probably what i'm going to do on streaming i'm probably going to go through and 100 all of them i replay a zelda every year every year I have all. I always have since I beat Ocarina of Time. I have beaten a Zelda game every year. That's that. Crazy. I mean, I think that's the difference. I don't think you can read. I don't think you can sell, you know, Mario Bros. Wii to everybody that bought it on a Wii. Obviously, you can't. No. If they HD'd that game and put it out. Sure, it would sell. There'll always be people that buy games. You know, there's people that have never played it before. But is it going to do 30 million units? Is it going to do 10 million units? No, it's probably going to do more like a million and a half or two. Whereas you remaster Skyward Sword and you're going to sell 10 million of those things. Yeah. And a bunch of gold Joy-Cons. And a bunch of, yeah. <laughs> and an art book and a CD and a t-shirt and you'll sell tickets to a symphony. Yeah. So. I'll buy them all. That's my answer. You save the other questions? Yeah. 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 I was looking at the time. I, I, we've got we've got other questions and and I know I mentioned the the fire emblem one from Dylan but we'll get there. Let's do let's do turkeys because um, he asked okay. this last week. I don't want to make him wait too long. So Turkey wrote in. Thank you so much, Turkey. Love you guys. What gaming franchise would you like to see the PSVG staff as unlockable characters in? Any chance we see a 16-bit Seth in Mario Maker 2 this year? Oh my god, <laughs> staff. <laughs> Golly, this is a good question. It's a tough question. We've had this question before. Did you before, say gaming but not, franchise? But not like asked like this. My the gaming the franchise. The PSVG game that I pitched in the past was like Earthbound. So it's an Earthbound adventure game where you start as Donnie and then you go to like every house or city or every you know area and you recruit and Grab pick up one. the other members. And then you basically turn into this bunch that goes and completes the end of the game. That's a good. Qu- that's a good answer. But unlockable characters. I mean, I would love to see us in like 16-bit sprite form. That'd be let's just amazing. Do, let's just do a PSVG Warriors <laughs> game and unlock us through there. I, so you said Warriors. I was thinking more like Streets of Rage. <laughs> <laughs> with like a character. Can you imagine me? Can you imagine me with like like the muscular chick legs and stuff? Oh man, yeah. you could get real crazy with everybody. I, I think of like. Coach Mo with like a white shirt and a leather jacket. You know, Dev has like the afro, pick and yeah. the hoodies, like just like super cool. He's got the shoes everybody wants, you know? Like, oh yeah. That whole eighties neon greaser vibe in that that retro style, and then you just beat him up. You know, you throw two or three of them together. Actually do it in podcasts, do it in teams. 
You know, so you pick Nintendo Shack. It's like Nintendo Shack, and it drops you in. Yeah, that's again. <laughs> that's actually really good, right? <laughs> there you go, Turkey. Can we get? Can we get? Um, You're the artist. Who should we get? <laughs> well, well, I'm the artist, but I'm thinking about who to do for voiceovers. Nintendo Ooh, Shack. Yeah, that's that's another one. Anyway, I'm sorry, but but Mr. Jason Lacey's voice was probably like the best. We should probably have him do it. Rest in peace. God rest his soul. Yeah. He's taken from us too soon. I know. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, that's it for this week on Nintendo Shack. We'll be back next week to talk about all the news that happens between now and then. And then uh, the week after, pre-E3, it's here. Let the hype grow. The hype build. Get excited. Yay. I'm excited. Yeah, man. So that's it. Good night, Kooplings. Deuces. Deuces.